0: This
1: is 680 CJOB.
0: Hey, I'm Kevin Bergen from The Main Ingredient. And I'm Lewis Glassy. Lewis, what was your week like? Man, my
2: week was awesome. I got to speak to a bunch of awesome chefs um, and basically got to hear kind of what's going on in their life. How's your week, man? My week has been
0: good. Um, you referred to these guys as super friends. What does that mean?
2: They're they are uh, they're basically like the Avengers, you're right. They're called the Hatchery Collective, and they're a collective of six chefs who all have separate uh, backgrounds, all have separate styles, all have separate you know cooking cuisines, and yet they all come together to support one another, to put up pop-up dinners, uh, sometimes to showcase
0: one member, sometimes to showcase the whole collective, and it works. It's amazing. So Lewis and I wanted to make sure we got the truth out of these guys, so we made sure we fired up some mics, got some beer, and had some conversation. And this is it. Cheers and welcome everybody. Yes. Hey, cheers. welcome. Oh cheers. oh, cheers. Cheers, cheers, Cheers for you, yeah. How's everybody doing?
3: Good.
0: Let's introduce ourselves first, Good. who we have in the room.
3: Okay, I'm Avi with Purple Hibiscus, and I just bring my curving flavors to the plate.
0: Bring the heat.
3: Bring the heat, the bring the, the flavor, sun, sand between your toes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stephen. Hi,
4: I'm uh, Steve Strecker. I'm executive chef of Atomic Dinner Rolls, and uh, I'm here with Hatchery today to kind of talk about our upcoming season two series. Maddie,
5: All right, hey, I'm Maddie Neufeld. I'm the executive of chef Prairie Kitchen Catering, matching flavors with drinks and food pairings, uh, bringing the whole experience to the plate and sharing it with my friends. Yeah. yeah. we
0: bringing the flavor town.
5: Flavor town. Yeah. One way Watch out, man. You'll get sued, Guy Fieri.
1: <laughs>
0: Alan.
6: My is Alan. I do a couple st- things in the city, but... Um, a couple things. I, you know, yeah. One or two things. Yeah, <laughs> I don't keep that busy, yeah. Yeah, you know? it's Mainly uh, Manila Nights, so Filipino-influenced dinners and, and events. Just Manila
0: Nights. Yeah, Just I manila. got your
5: cookbook, so I need a signature, by the way. <laughs> 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 yeah, I to your stuff on Amazon.
1: Oh, and the man to my left. Uh, Dustin Pelche, I am one half of uh, Loaf & Honey. Uh, we do pop-up dinners, uh, farm table kind of stuff, and we make raw milk cheese.
0: We've never met you before. No. It was our first time. It is. Very nice meeting you. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Introduce the man to your left. How about it? Come on. Me? Yeah, you.
2: Louis Classy, uh, co-host of the show. Owner, chef of Prairie Box, Winnipeg's largest and greatest meal subscription <laughs> company. <laughs> I can't believe he didn't
0: have more titles. Of largest, got, like, greatest, like, first. I mean, I can pull up my the shirt if you like.
5: <laughs> most innovative. <No. laughs> tastiest. Most modest. Most, ing- yeah, yeah. most, most incredibly
2: modest. logistically sound.
0: <laughs> Alright, let's talk about the Hatchery Collective to start. All right. Who, how did it come to life?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's Alan's brainchild,
3: yep. he
0: just jumped on.
3: He's our instigator.
0: And he's always so modest, that's the thing, you know, he's always like, oh, I just did a little something. Yeah,
3: just, but you know, know what, he's doing always doing a little something. I don't think he sleeps. I don't
0: so think so either, Manila I know Nights he does is a perfect
3: name for
6: you, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> he's always catching something. The man is full yeah. of ideas. You just, are. Just don't yeah. Google it though. <laughs> 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 it
0: doesn't turn out too good, I didn't do my research. <laughs> but I did yeah. That's
3: all right, we only have one Manila Night in one
0: all right, let's talk about it. How did it come to life?
6: Oh, well, you know what? I was in, uh, I was at a, like a food festival in, in California, and this one dude, his name is Alvin, started something similar. Mm-hmm. So uh, he had a restaurant where he got people come in and do pop-ups for like a month or two month spans to try out their concept to see if it'll fail or not. And yep. I was like, man, I want to do that here. So we kind of did something similar with all, a bunch of the pop-ups in the city and then we just all help each other, right? So it's pretty dope. How
0: did the name come to it? Like, what does the name mean? Uh, you know, like an egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: an
6: egg name. Man. Yeah. Egg egg. Excellent name. I was going <laughs> to go with... Inky. So a bunch of bad eggs? Yeah, I was yes. going to yeah. go with incubator, but I don't think that's had a, a nice tone to it. The incubator <laughs> yeah, exactly. series.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so, you know, Abby, let's let's start with you. Let's start with um, the purple hibiscus. You know, let's talk about <clears throat> a little bit about your story and and how you ended up here with, with these guys. But we'll talk about how your restaurant started.
3: Well, I, uh, I'm a retired flight attendant, mm-hmm. and I decided to do something else with my life because I was too young to retire. Um, I started Purple Hibiscus at the same B Grill in St. Bonfus. We were there for about three years, mm-hmm. closed our doors. A month later, we had our first pop-up. So it's been about three and a half years now we've been doing pop-ups, and I met Alan I believe he was one of my customers, <laughs> but I met him at a, after one of the pop-ups and uh, then we just started collaborating and helping each other on pop-ups and kind of grew from there. So when this green child um, came up, he's like, are you interested? I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm kind of ready to hang up my knives. But then I met this crazy ass man, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. honestly, the it, show. Was it was awesome. just
3: an instantaneous uh, click great oh yeah it still yeah. is great so
0: do you like pop-ups better than owning a restaurant
3: um for now yes yeah if I was a lot younger I'd probably go back into a restaurant but you know this pop-ups are great for me because every two three months mm-hmm. I get to do a full dinner and I'm good with that I get my little creative outlet right. and get your fix of, I get yeah. my fix you don't need to
2: grind out 14 hours of service no. six days a week you don't. So, while so, you're retired. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, just retired on people but um and then, you know, meeting these guys we were involved in all kinds of little activities, mm-hmm. little caterings. I we help each other with a lot of things and it's uh we're just always in I'm always in the food with them. So mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. You get to taste all this good food.
0: Well, why did your restaurant close?
3: Uh the building I was in was sold. Yep. And basically it just kinda went downhill from there, you know, rent doubled and a lot of things just kinda went downhill and After three years of 20-hour days, I was really tired. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of time for me, eh, you know, just walk away a little bit. But the pop-ups were great. Doing pop-ups, I found, was still a good thing.
0: That gives you the best of both worlds. (laughs) Yes. I love the conversation and the beer that we had with these guys. (laughs) But we got to take a little break. And when we return, we're going to hear from them and their thoughts on the Winnipeg culinary scene. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. Louis
2: Glassy. So the Winnipeg culinary scene, your thoughts. It's killer. It's come miles since uh, since I first started cooking. Like,
0: we have one. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. It's not just, uh, you know, burgers and fries. Right, and we're talking to the chefs of the Hatchery Collective about that food scene and uh, how they fit into that, right?
2: Yep, absolutely.
0: Well, I, I don't think the food scene in Winnipeg has been as
2: vibrant ever. No, it, besides today, like, I, you know, when I grew up, it was like honey dill and, you know, Pickerel was incredible, you know?
1: Which I still love it. Still love both. No,
6: I love both.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's lots to be said about all like the classic (laughs) Canadian or Winnipeg food, rather. But like it seems like, you know, Caribbean, Filipino, molecular gastronomy, like trappist cheese. Like it seems like all this kind of crazy stuff
0: is starting to like
2: really, you know, be accepted. You know, on a
1: wider scale. On a
0: wider
2: scale.
0: Yeah. Right, like ethnic food is accepted by a lot of other people besides the race that actually makes the food.
2: Yeah, yeah. and not Absolutely even good. ethnic, but just like crazy new techniques. Like just who knows? You yeah. know, it's it's not just go to a steakhouse anymore.
5: Well, that's what's really interesting, if I may, about that, the hatchery is every sunday when we're doing our season 2 uh, that we'll get to a little bit later mm-hmm. we all help each other out right so no matter what if we're helping ave on her pop-ups this oh
0: weekend, so if if it's if it's ave's night you guys are all there yeah, like to support her and give her what clients. she
5: needs yeah, you know we're yeah. all have experience in the kitchen so right. that helps ave but to help us and be selfish you know we're getting to learn her flavors right. and what's going on in her mind mm-hmm. right in the culinary way. so it's really interesting we keep on learning and learning
1: well, I mean like roughage is is another member that that's not here because they're banging out prep for a party right now Rough but they're they're vegans and factor. and you know they're they're hitting a great market and but we're learning stuff from them because yep. i mean I, i'm a meat eater I'm a, you know hard to the end but it's great to be like we take pride in knowing that we're making sure we have a dish for them right right and it's and hitting flavors that they're going to appreciate and we're kind of taking from them and they're new to the game like they're yeah, super new super yeah. new right but and their food
3: uh, is are
1: like when i met them i met them at a pop-up dinner i was invited to their pop-up
6: dinner and it was like five people and they're super shy and whatever i was like hey you know what your food tastes good mm-hmm. nobody's doing no vegan stuff you should and i just was like hey do an instagram do this do this and then
1: yeah
0: and yeah, they've just know. taken off yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah, they they like right. right yeah,
1: yeah. they're, they're <clears throat> rocking it like which is cool yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's nice to have support from your peers right yeah. not not to think that you're getting in it competing with everybody well yeah. I, I
3: think it's it's that with competition i never see myself as competing with anyone and i always just do my thing mm-hmm. and i think i just stay the course and i make sure i don't dilute anything i give it to you live and direct my flavors and i think if anything the hatchery we're not competing with any chefs out there we're giving diners <laughs> a choice or diners or foodies whatever you want to call yourselves because I think people are not just wanting to go... You're seeing a really mature market in, in Winnipeg that they don't just want to go out for steak and potatoes. They, it's a whole experience, mm-hmm. right? It's like you're transported back to the time you went to Manila or you went to, to Trinidad or you went to... Winkler, I love Winkler. We grew up in the, <of> the maple. <laughs> I love Winkler. I love maple. Explains so much
1: over <laughs> here, right? <laughs> <Like, laughs> Everything
5: coming together. Yeah, soul, like, you know, you're just too quiet. But, uh, <laughs> like yeah. Well, hey, you're walking down the street that smells from each block. It's just beautiful, yeah, right? D- d- and Winnipeg d- 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 being, d- d- <laughs> <laughs> Winnipeg d- being so diverse. That's what I say about trying to make everybody happy. You know, we have so many ethnic backgrounds oh, you know coming together and that's what really makes canadians canadians i'd like to say
3: yep.
5: um so trying to make everybody happy you know it's impossible you can't do it so but,
3: but where else other than winnipeg can you go to, for example one of our collective dinners and mm-hmm. you can have six courses by six different chefs like totally mm-hmm. different uh, it's
0: like six different places in the world in the yeah. world
3: all in one night right mm-hmm. and for our price point it's a <laughs> really good deal yeah. <laughs> just saying oh yeah
6: you know. I, think I think it's the first pop up collective in, in Canada. I think that works as a team like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. For sure. Like I think we got really lucky. Like, you know, I mean, it could have went different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like different like, in what way? Like, you you which part of it? All we could have had people. clashing. We could have like our personalities didn't work. Whatever else. Were you surprised it did work? No, because I mean, we'd had a little bit of interaction before. There was a gamble, right? Because I mean, we're most of us are bigger personalities or can be. No, not at all. No. Not he at all. So no. He has. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, so you, when you get a bunch, of, and especially when you have six people that have all run their own restaurant right. before,
0: right? Everybody's could be set in their ways,
1: right? And set in their ways, and we all like when it's the other person's event, we're all like, yeah, let's. What do you need? Like, we're not like this. We gotta do it this way. No,
0: right. You're in the background helping we're them helping shine.
1: To, yeah. sh- to make the other one shine. Right. Right. And I think we kind of really got lucky that all of us know when we take a step back that we're shining. We're helping shine the other person, and it's only in turn helping the whole group shine.
0: Right. Right. But right. it's a, it's the same way that if you have an individual restaurant that's that is not surrounded by any other businesses, as soon as other businesses, other restaurants come in, it just brings in more people and yeah. kind of yeah. gives you a choice. Rising
2: tide raises all ships, eh? Yeah. Bingo.
0: Hundred yeah. percent. Um, Steven Strecker, let's talk about Atomic Dinner Roll. Okay. Right, you got to enlighten me on, on what you do, bro.
4: On what I do? Yeah, I get that question a lot. Um, so first off, for people that don't know, I used to be the head chef over at the Human Rights Museum. Correct. Uh, running Arab Bistro. It was fantastic. But I decided to go and leave that to go and start my own uh, catering company. Uh, I have a big passion for two things. Classic French food. I was trained classically in French. And molecular gastronomy. So, uh, yeah, no, I really like taking uh, the classic recipes that I've kind of grown up with. Uh, A lot of my grandparents kind of passed on various recipes, and I like to try and see if I can modernize them, right? Because as much as I love, you know, roasting something for six hours, I don't have six hours to give most days. So I like to see what I can do, and that's where, like, techniques like sous vide or pressure cooking or, uh, you know, just... Changing up the base idea behind it kind of comes in. So a lot of my uh, cuisine is based around that. Uh, I have a lot of fun. Obviously, says I'm the mad scientist of the group because I'll take something that should be really simple and classic and just throw a weird twist on it. You know, um, probably the big one that uh, a lot of people like. I do something called atomic salad. Uh, Essentially, it's a pea uh, pea soup and uh, salad, but the pea soup is encapsulated in a bubble. And the salad is a little microgreen pea shoot salad on top of it. So to go and actually eat it, you get both your soup and salad in one course. But it's solid. So as you eat it, the bubble explodes and actually fills your dish. It's kind do of you a, it's crazy. Yeah, it's Check it out on my Instagram. Amazing. Yeah. Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> really
3: yeah.
2: How far how far down the rabbit hole do you go with the, uh, far with the molecular <laughs> gastronomy? <laughs> so <laughs> what I mean by that is, you know, you can see some molecular gastronomy chefs go just too far oh, where their yeah. entire plate is just powders and gilets and you say, well, cook me a steak
4: then, you know? like, And that's the people think about growing up like in a French household. Mm-hmm. Um, you were there to eat, right? So my big thing with molecular gastronomy, I really hate seeing where the whole dish, the whole entree is just nothing but molecular gastronomy where they have like a, a spaghetti noodle that's made out of gelled Wheat grass instead of just doing like a nice pasta. Yeah, like, thirty garnishes and no yeah, real right? meat. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like I think that's ridiculous. It's really good to go and like enhance and kind of make people think about what's on their plate. Mm-hmm. But to have it just as a standalone, it, it's way too much. So I really just use it more to garnish or to go and just kind of change up the presentation, like with the atomic salad. Sure. Yeah.
2: So to like accentuate. Yeah. The yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah.
1: Exactly. F- different flavors pop, and then it's you know it's he's holding a flavor to right <clears throat> the right moment, and then yeah. crack bubble and you're like ah yeah, right exactly or you know it's it's, it's taking
4: or it's taking stuff like uh, citric acid where a lot of people will only use it in pickling but i love mixing that in with like a bunch of seasonings and adding it to like popcorn mm-hmm. and doing like a really sour popcorn so <laughs> when you look at something initially you think okay it's popcorn that's gonna be buttery it's gonna be a little bit sweet and then you eat it and all of a sudden it's just like eating a batch of uh, sour patch kids yeah and it just it just messes with you
0: um do you think? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'd be like, what the hell yeah. just happened? And, and the fun part is, that style really works well with what Alan kind of does over on his uh, other business. Uh, his little infused uh, dinners. I shouldn't say little infused. They're huge now. They've taken off.
0: That atomic dinner roll stuff is... Beyond me. You still confused? I'm I'm too dumb to to, to understand. Oh, well, I don't be like, I, I, yourself. You guys are describing what it does, I'm just, I can't even fathom it. I got to go to his Instagram and see what see what that's about. You gotta you gotta kind of try it for yourself. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Matty Newfeld's up next after we take a little break. Welcome back to the second half of the show. I'm Kevin Bergen. I'm Louis Classy. Louis, Kevin, Maddie Newfeld. What'd you think of him?
2: Uh, I'm actually surprised we have enough content that's uh, fit to air.
0: I know like that was a lot of swearing. Yeah, that like, was tons. I you know how long it took me to edit this show? <laughs> <laughs> Don't give chef's beer and mics. It just it's it's good but it's not good. Recipe for disaster. Yeah, I did some serious work on that one. And that guy is funny. He's funny. He's hilarious and he is a brilliant chef. Very very passionate yeah. about uh yeah, about food. And you'd never guess. He looks like he'd be like a party or like Spicoli from uh
2: He kind of does. From, yeah. And he kind of acts like uh, he's a pretty um <laughs>
0: Pretty relaxed, loose guy. Let's say that. 100. So we're gonna find out what uh, Maddie's about right now. Prairie Kitchen Catering. Maddie Newfeld.
2: Hey, how's
0: it going? <laughs> As he yells. <laughs> hey, that's me. A, <laughs> are you wearing a wire? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Get <to> see, um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm Maddie Newfeld, the executive chef of Prairie Kitchen Catering. um I started cooking when I was about 15, then went to culinary school actually with Steve, that's right, him. I mm-hmm. uh, did our Red Seal together and then after that had the experience to go traveling for a couple of years. So I spent about three years in Australia and then uh, lived my dream doing an Italian cooking school. and got my master's in uh, Italian gastronomy uh, for a year's time, that was about two, three years ago. And then I came back really big into the farm to table movement. So uh,
0: What made you come back? You're traveling the world. I miss You're... my mom. I mean, serious, yeah?
5: Uh, half, half. She's a great
3: lady.
0: you mean, serious? No, not really. Yes, like, Ah, of course. She's a great lady. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of
5: course. Well, she's listening. I know. Big shout out, love you, listening. <laughs> Is this thing on? Yeah. So yeah, I did my Italian cooking school, and at the time, you know, I uh, accomplished what I wanted to, and you know, when you finally get to the top of that ladder. What's it's next to do, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta kinda keep on searching, keep on searching. So I felt it was time to come home and see what kind of, uh, what kind of movement I can help uh, found. And
0: How long ago was that?
5: That was about three years ago. Okay. And continuing on that path, I uh, found Slow Food Ma- er, Small Farmers Manitoba. And through that I connected with different farmers such as Dustin and Rachel. And um, really, Cailin Spain was the brainchild behind that and she recently collaborated and created uh, Direct Farmers uh, Farmers Manitoba. And so with the same concept, highlighting local farmers, producers, and bringing them to the forefronts at farmers markets and making sure that they're big and people are all going to them, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So going through that train, really seeing where um, Our food was going towards. So connecting with small farmers, I really wanted to reach out to the communities. So I wanted to see where it all started and had the opportunity to go into uh, some uh, schools throughout the Seven Oak school division and talk about the Canadian food guide and make some pizzas, let them know all four food groups and you know chicken fingers are not actually on the chickens hand. They're not? I know right? You ask a kid how many fingers does a chicken have? (laughs)
0: There's, more There's many ways in my plate. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, sir? <laughs> this is a five piece. This is a You showed it to Popeye's for the hour and half of the the other day, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he makes you look quiet. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. I'm speechless.
5: <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then I started prayer kitchen catering, which um, I felt went right into the times of where people are going to eat, you know. Restaurants are never going to die out, however, with the uh, demographics really widening and people not wanting to go out and drive all the time after a couple of cocktails, um, yeah, I thought private dinners and in-house caterings is definitely the way to go. That's my bread and butter. I like talking with the people, seeing what they like to eat, and you know, educating them with the food that I'm preparing because you know every dish has a story, whether it be a stupid pun, I mean a hilarious pun. Or, yeah. One you know, day, man. One
1: Everybody's like, Oh yeah. Ding yeah. ding. We got a couple dads in the room
2: that are taking a
5: lot of offense. Yeah. Which uh, so whether it's a funny pun or whether it's about the farmer that really produced the food. That's uh, what i like to highlight for all of my clientele. Uh, with saying that, I'm doing my level 2 uh, sommelier course at Vanville & Jones. Oh so i'm uh, really looking for that perfect meal because it has a drink with your food right mm-hmm, It washes mm-hmm. it down it's a perfect harmonious thing right and that's what makes you stay there for two three hours
0: that'd be a great thing in your own house exactly. so i mean like you're totally open to it and where are you gonna go when you're done go to bed Just crawl exactly. into my room it's a right yeah. it's a, short cab ride. Are a lot of people open to that is that really popular right now that get growing?
1: I think they're coming more and more. Like in-house? in-house yeah, beers. in-house. Yeah. It's, in-house. A, it's a niche. It's a certain demographic. Right. And not everybody's got a house. To Big f- enough. To fit, to fit 12, you know, right. people around a dinner table or whatever else. So, I mean, like we've, we've partnered, we're the house chefs for the wine house. on like and they've got a, a little private kitchen that can fit 14 people.
5: So, so... You took my business. Ah! <laughs> 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 he didn't even say no! <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Zero just, ah, we've
0: been at it for two years, I
5: don't know.
1: So
0: I'm
5: cutting your guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's working, it in. that's how. He yeah, plays it right now, live yeah. on air. Right? So it is, <laughs> like
1: that's, I mean, that's why we've kind of the pop-ups are great, too, because you can do pop-ups for just groups, right? Like, you can find a venue somebody doesn't want to have a house party or dinner, there's, you, there's enough venues that if you contact any of us, we can find you a venue if you want to have 20 of your closest friends right, do, right. A, do a private dinner, You know, whether it's an anniversary or a birthday or whatever else. Between the six of us... Is it
0: more appealing with the six of you since there's so many different kinds of, of uh, variety that you guys bring we than just going...
1: From each other. And then we've got our own network of people or restaurants or, or places that we've worked, so we're all finding different venues or different collaborations that we can work with so our like our network just expanded right and that's why the hatchery later. is so successful is because
5: we all tie from each other's yeah. uh different clientele well, instead of trying to like together. no these are mine right we're not, right
1: we're, none of us are like keeping secret stashes of of anything right wow. right right everybody uh, well, right yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 The way he says that too. Let me just ask these guys. I'm not.
1: <laughs> Everybody like me in the eye. We'll drink
0: your beer, uh, but we won't like it. Yeah. Yeah. But it I it, have it's, a secret stash. Yeah. We know you I do. I got a lot uh, of secret always. stash. It's not a secret anymore. Avi from the Purple Hibiscus, one of the members of the Hatchery Collective, is up first October 14th at the Marin Street Eatery. If you don't have tickets, you need to buy tickets. Right. She's going to give us a breakdown after the break. On what exactly she is going to make for everybody. And, and it's crazy good. It's
2: crazy. It's, I was beside myself talking to her and hearing about the kind of food that she's going to make.
0: You know what's good? When you're in a room full of other chefs and what you're saying you're making, they're all jacked. Yeah, and you can hear a pin drop. Seriously, and, and pom-poms because everybody was just like cheering oh, and yeah. cheering and couldn't wait. So that's it's, it's going to be awesome. So you got to stick around and listen to what this lady says. Yes. Kevin Bergen here. Louis Glassy, Purple Hibiscus. Purple Hibiscus is legit. She's about to break it down what she's making on the 14th at the Marion Street Eatery. And you have a Caribbean background, so I imagine you're pretty fired up. I am very fired up. I cannot wait. <laughs> Here we go.
3: So, Ave with Purple Hibiscus. Right. Uh,
0: and you're you're first this Sunday, right?
3: This Sunday the 14th, uh, doing a flight of the hummingbird Mm -hmm. so i'm giving you seven courses from one end of the caribbean all the way up to the other end so just bringing all these flavors to the plate and uh, reservations are available just uh phone me or text me 204-795-5675 purple hibiscus and as well you can email me ave at purplehibiscus.ca and where is
2: this dinner
3: it's at Marion Street E3. And
2: how much are your tickets?
3: So tickets are $65. Okay. And they're pretty much the same price for any of our pop-up mm-hmm. dinners. Okay. And uh, that includes taxes. And uh, we have a season pass as well. So you can come to all eight dinners for $480. Wow. And,
2: and you guys will all be there on Sunday, but yes. it'll be... Your Basically,
3: food. we're all in the kitchen, yeah. but it'll be me presenting the food gotcha. and presenting my yeah. plates.
0: We're just sidekicks for the. They're area. sidekicks. And, like, we're but but here. but there's two two of the events are Galactics, everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: So what's on the menu this week?
3: So this week, uh, flight to the hummingbird. We start off in Trinidad, mm-hmm. and we start off with doubles, which is really the quintessential street food of Trinidad and Tobago.
6: Who made doubles again?
3: What's that? Oh yeah, I was supposed to make doubles tonight. Who who Uh, created doubles again? I
6: know, I skipped.
2: My
3: grandparents and their four siblings—they invented doubles or created doubles in 1936. (laughs) Crazy! There were street vendors. So what are they? Pardon. What are doubles? Doubles, uh, Doubles—it's a chickpea sandwich, uh, for lack of anything else. It's uh, two flatbreads. They're called baras, and uh, there's chickpeas in the middle, and I put tamarind sauce and I put some cucumbers and I always have hot sauce on the side. My mom makes the pepper sauce with scotch bonnet peppers. So you can add as much as you want or as little as you want. And then after that, I take you to Barbados because from Trinidad, uh, we go up the islands because we're the last island in the train, in the chain of islands. When you're in Canada, you always say we go down to the islands. Well, in Trinidad, we go up the islands. So our our next stop is to Barbados and it's my Bayesian gap. So, I was on the beach in Barbados once sitting there thinking, oh, I'm so hungry. I have to get up and go find food. I sat up. This lady pulled up in her station wagon, opened up the back, and this is almost the meal that I had from her. And so I'm doing a cassava cuckoo with creole shrimp and plantains
1: the
0: you
3: station You can't get that
1: again.
3: <laughs> was <right> <laughs> amazing food I had tasted. So I want to bring that, uh, bring that to the table. And then we're going to Jamaica, but we're not just arriving in Jamaica. We're bringing everything up with us. So, I'm doing a uh, jerk beef brisket.
2: Woo! So,
3: uh, Save two
2: tickets for me. And I, I
3: make my own I'll barbecue sauce, <laughs> and my own garlic sauce. I'm making coconut bread and uh, jicama slaw. Oh so, God. it's gonna be an open face uh, sandwich. I always try to give people a pile of jerk meat. So,
2: mm-hmm. this is
3: my way to do it. You're
2: basically doing that, sounds like uh, like a brisket sandwich, but Caribbean style, Jamaican yes. style. Yes. Wow. You're gonna
3: get those, uh, and I make a mean jerk. have to say you should bottle that man i'm telling you so you know i I bring that to the table and then i'm giving you a little pause for the cause you're getting moby as a as a palate cleanser my intimate so is moby moby's from the bark of a tree so we dry it and we drink it and almost every single caribbean island has moby all the way up to puerto rico they've got it too they call it different names but close enough Uh, We make a drink out of that. It has a little bitter aftertaste, but it is delicious.
2: Is it cold or hot?
3: Cold. Oh, okay. It's a cold drink. But the bitterness will cleanse your palate enough. And my next course, I'm doing um, my Tobago Sunset. So Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. And you cannot go to Tobago without having curry crab and dumplings. Oh, damn it. So I'm doing serious? I'm doing curry crab. <laughs> 65 bucks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <without> <laughs> no
0: doubt. Holy crap. Without the shells without, <laughs> the shells, without uh, the
3: shells. Because in Tobago, we have it with the shell. We sit there, and it's just a hand, mouth. So my next course is uh, bus up going, shot. It's still going, eh? Jeez.
1: <laughs> is what? Sorry?
3: Bus-up shot. OK. So bus up shot is a type of roti we make. You have to use your hands. I'll have lots of wet naps for everybody. Um, Use your hands. It's a roti that I make, um, and it's uh, being served with chicken and pigeon pea dougla. Now, dougla, a dougla in Trinidad is somebody who's mixed, a mixed heritage of East Indian and African descent. And a dougla is two cooking techniques that we put together. We have curry and we have uh, burnt sugar stew. So it's a burnt sugar stew chicken uh, with pigeon peas. And the vegan uh, option for that is burnt uh, sugar pigeon peas with banana blossoms. It's amazing. Oh, and then, but that's so all you crazy, get some guy. pumpkins, some uh, fry aloo, it's potatoes, and some um, tomato choker. And anything choker is roasted. So I roast tomatoes and make a sauce out of it. And then mother-in-law. Mother-in-law is a condiment. It's very bitter. It's very bitter. <laughs> you
2: know, I don't know. Mine's
5: very, that,
3: sweet. <laughs> so very sweet. Not all mother-in-laws are the same in Caribbean women. Uh, Caribbean mother-in-laws are hot and spicy. Oh, so yeah. hence you're getting that condiment. And then we end the evening with sweet endings, which is... But. I have no idea what I'm doing for dessert yet. I'm still thinking about what? it. What?
2: I
0: feel like-
3: After such a heavy meal, I think probably ice cream, ramen conat ice cream or something.
2: To, is
0: yeah. anybody going to make so it, so so it to, to dessert? Yeah. Like really? So
3: just have a light lunch, come prepared to eat because you know, I feed you.
0: So what time
2: should people show up?
3: At 5.30 happy hour, mm-hmm. our happy hour line with uh, our favorite pan man, Ruthven. With the dinner on Sunday as well, I have a full vegan menu. Okay. That really keeps all the same flavor profiles. All I've done is remove the meat. Wow. So really, you know, to me if you're a vegan or if you have any kind of food restriction, it shouldn't restrict you from really enjoying
1: food we make sure you're getting the full experience. Yeah, and,
3: and you're not singled those. out and put in the corner there, there and is, say you eat that, yeah, yeah. So. yeah,
4: there's nothing worse than being a celiac and going and having everybody else around you eat like a nice piece of chocolate cake and you're sitting there with like a bowl of fruit. Of
3: fruit, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, And you're like, oh yeah, thanks, great. <laughs> and they, like, they pulled out of the back. Yeah. Yes. and it's like, like really this is really for breakfast, <laughs> breakfast <laughs> <'cause it's
0: laughs>
3: right? you so, so, got
4: that crappy pink whipped cream in it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, Steven
4: Stryker? Steve Stryker at Atomic Dinner Rolls. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can reach me at steve.stryker at all one word. If you can't uh, figure out what's wrong with the email, just check the Instagram. It's spelled properly on there. People always have a problem with that. I should have shortened it. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, just to touch base on after Ave, we do have the first pop up collective group one on the 21st. Yeah. Uh, so you'll get a, little, a great taste of what's to come. On the
0: 14th. Uh, Maddie?
5: So, uh, Maddie at Prairie Kitchen Catering. Uh, you can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, email me at prairiekitchencatering at gmail.com. Uh, once again, our collective is on October 21st, so all six of us are coming together for one awesome meal with a fantastic exclusive beer. I can't get anywhere else. <laughs> and if you can't make that, visit me for food humor number two. Where I make a whole menu on uh, funny puns and making everybody smile through our know, food and comedians on board, getting drink pairings as well, and that's going to be on November eighteenth, coming up at Marion Street Eatery. Nice. Cool. Uh,
6: you can reach it's Alan. You can reach me at for, on Instagram mostly. So Flatlands Infused is our cannabis infused dinners, and then Manila Nights two hundred four on Instagram is our uh, Filipino influenced dinners. Right on. Right that's, on. that's it Uh, dustin
1: yeah loaf and honey uh we can be reached at uh loaf and honey all spelled out at gmail.com or on instagram and facebook under the same name or you can holler at me 204-997-6600 uh we've got our dinner coming up on november 11th and yeah Um,
3: if you can't get us individually um the hatchery we yeah. have our Facebook page and Instagram and uh, Instagram and, and hashtag. Yep.
4: It's H A C
3: H E R E. Yes.
4: Right. Yeah.
0: Perfect.
3: And uh Ruffage Eatery, they're not here, but uh,
4: they are... Ruffage Eatery. Ruffage eatery. <laughs> eatery <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus Instagram plus, plus Facebook. Yeah, and I yeah. mean just contact yeah. one of us and we'll get you in touch. Yeah. 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 R-
2: eatery on Instagram. Yeah. Best best yeah.
4: vegan
6: food in the city. Hands
3: best. down. Oh yeah. yeah. Hands down. It's it's really uh,
1: High crazy delicious food. That just food. happens to be vegan. Exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, you guys. Thanks awesome. for coming thanks out. For, yeah. thanks, for having thanks for that us. New job you just gave me. I'll yeah. be up yeah. all night. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, how do we get tickets for this bad boy?
2: You get them at the Hatchery Facebook page. Uh, it's spelled differently, it's spelled H A C H E R E, Winnipeg. And you basically send them a message. Tickets are 65 bucks for seven courses
0: at the Marion Street Eatery. This is Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB.
1: This is 680 CJOB.